Welcome to the Divorce Talk with Twyla Show, where we talk all things divorce, and you will be inspired, informed, encouraged, and empowered. Now, let's welcome our host, Twyla M. Marks, the divorce recovery expert. She is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Hello, everyone. I'm Twyla M. Marks. I am the Divorce Recovery Expert, a.k.a. Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Thank you all so very much for tuning in on tonight. And today's show is Divorce Saints, the series, part three. Can y'all believe it? This is the last episode of the series. And my God, it has been power packed. And great information has been talked about. And I've had some amazing guests. And I've had some great reviews on this series. And let me tell you, the first week, the first episode, Miss Amy Pettijohn, she is a Christian blogger. She kicked it off. And my God, she shared some amazing, great information. She shared her story, which unfortunately, it was a very sad story. But this topic is so prevalent in the church today as it relates to how the church handles divorcees and the lack of support. And then uh, last week, episode two, I had my friend, Pastor Kenton D. Wiley. He's a pastor there in Maryland of the Never Alone Christian Center. He and I discussed how he counsels couples, as well as how he believes the church should provide more support. And I asked him, what does that look like? He said, it, it looks like the same thing for any other ministry where you have um, an, an alcoholic anonymous uh, ministry. You have folks that are recovering from drugs. You have folks that are recovering from any other thing. Why not have a support group for divorcees that are recovering? So that brings me to tonight. And y'all listen, I have an amazing guest, another great guest, and she is going to talk about how she started a ministry in her church, a divorce support group. And I cannot wait to dive right into this conversation on tonight. And I know you're ready as well because you've been tuning in every week for this series. So I have Miss Larvetta locked in with me on tonight. So let's just welcome Miss Larvetta to Divorce Talk with Twyla. Hello. Hello, Twyla. It's so good to see you. And the sun is just shining on me right when we start. So yes. I'm going to just position myself just a little bit. Hold on one second. Yes, yes. Y'all know we're on daylight savings time now. So we've got all this sun coming in. <laughs> Yes, and I'm excited that we've got all this sun coming in, but it's not working for us. Okay, sun passed. Okay. I, we can um, see your beautiful face now, so let's okay. go for okay. it. Yes. Well, I'm excited, um, Twyla, to be here. Um, I'm just excited to have this topic. This is something that is near and dear to me, and I'm passionate about it. It's crazy. You are my first interview um, since covid I have been really focused on helping individuals get healed during um, COVID. It was a lot that we had to help people unpack. 
um, during COVID. So to the fact that I am able to be here this evening because we typically have classes on Monday. So um, I'm able to get away and meet with you and interview with you about this really, I think, um, vital topic. I think it's yeah. super vital. And I think what you're doing is amazing. So I thank you for just allowing me to be here and be able to share how I kind of got here. You're welcome. You're welcome. So Larvetta, why don't you just introduce yourself to our viewers and listeners, and then we'll dive right on in to our topic okay. on tonight. But yes, thank you so very much for being here with me. So my name is Larvetta Lofton, and, and uh, I go by Larvetta Lofton on my handle is Larvetta Speaks. So I am here as a woman who's been divorced seven years now. I run a marketing company out of Chicago um, where I help various companies to be culturally sensitive. And that is helping them to connect to their audience so that they too can really understand some of the things that people are challenged with and how to communicate with them. So in the course of that, um, I started this ministry probably about four and a half years ago. No, it's been about five years. Um, I started this ministry strictly, I'm gonna be honest with you too, I'm not sure that I had a reason per Well, yes, I did have a reason. I, I, I wrote my pastor um, a letter. And I said to him, I, it started off with, you know, I had just got over divorce. I was in a divorce support group. And why aren't we as a church, as this large church, why we're getting people married? You guys supported me in my marriage, but there's no support in divorce. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I sent a letter to him. And to be honest with you, I sent it for him to pray for those as you know, as, as that's an area for prayer, it's a very, I think, isolated to me um, area. And I wanted him to be able to be in prayer and wrap people, you know, that were going through it. But that's not something we talk through. And so lo and behold, Twyler, um, he then said, OK, I want you to lead it. And I didn't particularly. Wow. Know, I, I didn't write the letter to lead it, I wrote the letter for him to have compassion and love and, and really right. be able as our shepherd to shepherd our um, the sheep through that process, right? right. So Larvetta, <laughs> when you say you wrote a letter, was this an email or was this a physical letter you mailed to the church and that son is messing with your face all over again? <laughs> we need to see you, girl. <laughs> you know, um, it's going to pass because, you know, like you said, it's daylight. It's yeah, going to pass. Yeah. We're on the side where it's going it's to pass. Um, yeah, I wrote an email, Twyla. I, I wrote an email. I wrote an email to him. Okay. And I did. But I, I remember, I believe I subject, subject um, letter to my pastor. Okay. Okay. I did um, do that. And so and how long after you wrote the letter, he received it? What, how, how long did it take to, for, to, for you to receive a response? I want to say it had to be in, so maybe about three or four months later. Um, okay. It was about three or four months later. He asked me to come speak at the church um, and share my testimony. And I didn't want to do it. I fought. I kicked. I was like, I'm not ready to share my story. Um, let me say this. I thought I wasn't ready. Let me say this. Okay. I thought I wasn't ready 
to share my story. And he said, nope. He said, you need to be here. There are so many women that need to hear your story. And so, you know, it's your pastor. Okay. Like, okay. So I went through with it. Um, Twyla, I was on there. It was an hour panel. Wow. Um, we were done. Let's just say it was like 830. I was mesmerized with the responses that people sent me, either text me, hit me on Facebook. It was overwhelming. Like, wow. oh my gosh. And so I said, I literally said, God, are you using me um, in this place of divorce? And at that moment, I was, I'm going to be honest with you. I had, it was like a, it was like a sting. I was like, so literally I had a failed marriage and now you want me to help others to be restored and recovered from it. Like I'm not the perfect person. Like I'm, it didn't work for me. So, um, and it's crazy because after that, that was the moment when I said, God, you've called me here that you've called me, that you've called me here to help your sons and daughters to be yeah. to some yeah. calling. I didn't immediately say yes. Um, but as I began to submit to the calling, I asked the Lord to make sure that he lines me up with a male leader who could co-lead this with me. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be a um, I was very clear, Twyla, let me be clear. I was very clear that I didn't want a ministry that said that we don't support marriage. I was very clear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I asked the Lord to give me wisdom in ensuring that when people see our ministry, that they still see love, that they right. still see compassion, right? right. Um, and that something occurred that didn't allow for us to live in holy matrimony, Right. Right. And so I worked really, really hard to ensure that that narrative was protected. And I'm serious about it because I remember, Twyla, I, I went to present to the church the numbers, like the numbers were unreal of the people that were signed. I mean, the, the second year we had over, we had 25 people who had registered. Okay, that was what I was going to ask. So let's back up. So we have a lot of people tuning in and wanting to know because the last two weeks I have just talked about the issue in the church as it relates to lack of support. And you are a guest that has started a support group. So let's navigate through this, okay? So for people that are watching right tonight and listening tonight and will watch the replay as well as listen to the replay, let's take like let's take baby steps. So Larveta, you wrote a letter to your pastor. Uh, it was about three or four months later before you um, received a response and the response was he wanted you to come share your testimony up to the church or during the church service? Yep. Yep. It was okay. a, uh, was it a women's event or it was just a regular it was church a Thursday night Bible, Bible study. It was Bible a Thursday night Bible study. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you shared your story and your testimony. And from that, the response was overwhelming as oh it relates to uh, people that were in the same space as you were. Right. Mm -hmm. 
But the pastor, uh, now correct me if I'm wrong, the, the pastor, the leadership, because this is very important and it's all a part of this series uh, to bring awareness to the church body of Christ. Yeah. So the pastor, was he not aware that this was an issue or lack or let's mm -hmm. talk about that. So, you know, and I love to say, you know, we have a amazing leader yeah. And pastor who is really tapped into the spirit so much so Twilight. He married a woman that was divorced. Okay. Okay. So he was not disconnected to it. Um, he just, you know, and, and I say he wasn't so he responded um in a way that probably was he didn't know who would lead it, right? And so okay. um that became the mission of who is the right person to lead this, right? These are people's, people are coming to us broken. Yeah. And so I have to say that I got the support um, immediately because our pastor, you know, there was a direct personal connection because he, he married okay. someone that was divorced, right? Yes. So our first lady was married before. And so he had his own struggles of, of church of marrying, right? A woman yeah. who had been married before. Mm -hmm. So he was already has had already gone against the grain of what right a first lady should be. Right. right. What the church says a first lady should be. Correct. Oh yeah. That's exactly what the church. So yeah. we knew that we were um I believe a church that wasn't about the norm. We were a church that said its ministry is is going beyond the four walls. Right. And right. really um, discussing the matters of the heart. And that's what I believe we were at that space. And when you talked about your pastor saying the same way you look at Alcoholic Anonymous, that is exactly how we run. We run um, Twilight. We run the ministry in that same capacity. But there's elements that we add um, that I think is unique. Yeah. Because I want to say this. And, I, and I've done this research for quite some time because I'm building a whole community where individuals can subscribe, get really great content, and they can, you know, listen to stories. And there's a reason why I'm making it um, subscription where no one can just get on. Because yeah. when people are experiencing divorce, it is a death. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's a, right? right? It's why it's a death. Been there. Yes. It's a death. Mm -hmm. And so when you're going through that, some of us need that private time, right? Yeah. Um, within ourselves. And sometimes and sometimes we're able to open ourselves up. But I want to share with you the research um, on divorce. So yeah. when I research um, divorce in the Bible, in the Bible, divorce is mentioned about a dozen times. Okay. Yeah. Divorce, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But when I look at marriage or wedding, marriage is only together with love and commitment. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Right? Yeah. And so, so when you research weddings, you wed weddings is about seven times. So mm -hmm. why with me for a minute, Twyla, because you said, I want you to take this and say to yourself, like, why isn't church not doing it? Mm -hmm. Because here's what happens. The Bible doesn't speak to weddings in the way that we, the world, in the right, world, right. In the world sees it. 
But what does church do? Church do there. They are officiating weddings every week, right? So we are doing that. But what happens is that we actually have more, there's more discussions of divorce in the Bible, but we haven't touched it. Right. We yeah. haven't touched it. So how, um, I, I will say this, for us, we haven't been, we've allowed the world to dictate. So when you shout about the pastor on a subject that ultimately is our responsibility. Yeah. It is our responsibility because it is something that is mentioned in the Bible, right? It is mentioned. Marriage, marriage is committed, you know, it's love and commitment. So you have to realize that divorce is also a form of love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, In the, in the, in the brain, because you can't get married, Twyla, without, I'm sorry, you can't get divorced without what? Getting married. Exactly. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was love in it. However you want to look at it, whether I loved his legs, I loved her arms, whatever it is. Yeah. Love. It was somewhere in it. Right. Right. Yeah. It was somewhere in it. Mm-hmm. But what I will tell you is that the responsibility that I took on to say, hey, we need to um, do this was not well received by all the parties that be. OK, so. Well yeah. received by who? All the, the leadership, right? the entire leadership. No, everybody was not on board. And I'll but your pastor, you, but the but my pastor, was. pastor, my pastor was. was. But there, let me say this: I could, I could see when it was time for us to present our numbers. Folks was not, you know, <clears throat> excited. Folks were not happy to see that people were going, were coming to get healed. But I'll tell you why. Because in their minds, they're operating in the world of what they say about divorce. So we knew that I knew and I know that the Holy Spirit knew that I was going to have an attack. Okay. Oh, no, because people are coming to be healed and the enemy doesn't want that. So when I when you started the class, okay, so you get the approval, you you. Uh, the pastor is on board 100%. Now, there are some other leaders in the church that don't approve of it because, in my opinion, not just for your church, I'm just speaking, yeah. 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 Uh, they probably feel like they are condoning divorce as opposed okay. to, no, this is a matter of just like somebody else that needs healing from a physical death or they're grieving, whatever the case may yeah. be. So it doesn't mean you're in support of divorce. And this is what we talked about on last week during my show with Pastor Kent, Cindy Wiley. It doesn't mean that you're in support of divorce. It just means that there's a need and people in your church body that you shepherd need help as it relates to divorce. So the first year, Larvetta, when you kick this class off, what were the numbers? So the first year, I think we had about 12. It might have been about 12 to 15 people. That wow. Was the first year. Well, that's good. You yeah. know, that uh, means was, the people need it, <laughs> you know. And then we continue. We did it twice. One year, I think we did it. Do we do it three times a year? 
No, we did it twice a year. Um, and the numbers started growing. Um, and then the numbers went down. Mm-hmm. Um, it went down um, and we had all men. Wow. All men. All men in one class. All men. Wow. So how this class is offered how many times a year and what is taught? So there may be some people out here wondering and there may be somebody out here listening and watching right now and they want to start a group. Um, so based on your model, what, uh, how many times a year is it offered and what is the program or the curriculum? What are you going, what are you teaching? So we do it twice a year. We do one in the fall and winter, and then we do one in the winter and spring. Um, And it is for 13 weeks. We do it for 13 weeks. Um, It is curricular based that we use. Um, We use an outside company to use their curriculum to be able to facilitate videos and discussions. So there is a um, part of that curriculum comes with a workbook. The cost of our current class is $35, oh, which wow. includes um, an opportunity. the curriculum, the workbook? Well, it doesn't. It, we stopped doing the workbook merely because of COVID. We had to have them shipped to us and ship them back. So now we have a relationship where they can order the workshop on their own. Um, and so they can they can have the worship or not have the work. I mean, they can have the workbook or not have the workbook. It's not required. But in that $35, $35 we also host a worship. We have worship. So we have a DJ for 30 minutes um, where we worship for the first 30 minutes because we know that many of our participants and members come from work um, come from or they're preparing for their kids. So just having a moment for their mind to regulate their mind, right? Mm-hmm. So that they can come and be fed, right? right? And be full. And so we also, so we start with prayer. Mm-hmm. And we also have a feature testimonial um, opportunity. So we bring in other individuals who, to, who have faced divorce and we allow them to share their testimonies. So that helps to connect them, make it real to what they're experiencing. And then we do our um, full-based curriculum with facilitators. We have six facilitators that um, is part of my core um, ministry. And so we rotate, we do 13 weeks. At the end of the 13 weeks, when we were in session, meaning when we were in session before COVID, mm-hmm. at the end of the session, we did a um, look at me now headshot party. And so oh. that is for, um, for us to feel good about ourselves. So we bring in a photographer. Many of the women and men hadn't had taken a picture since the picture, right, with your spouse. Yeah. So you any pictures. I love that. Um, so we do that. And then we have some food. And then they get certificates, um, um, completion of their 13 weeks. And so we do that. And then we also bring in a speaker. So we've had um, the first lady of our church. We've had several people to come in and speak yeah. to all of the participants and then we also have vendors to help them so there could be books there yeah. could be um family um family counseling if they are yeah. working with 
through like parental agreements and things like that. So we use it as a resource and we also allow for them to invite their family, their kids, their yeah. support, their tribe um, to be able this to- This is once they've completed the class. Correct. And so with COVID, we were not able to do that. So in exchange, what we did do is we did a vision board, um, a Virgil vision board um, party. So we had our DJ, um, individuals were able to do their own vision boards mm-hmm. um, post um, class. And so those are some of the things that we did. Um, it's more, and so when you think about, I say when you think about the way that we do it, we're just not opening up or having you open up a workbook, right? Right. And go through the bulletproof. We really are um, there to support you, navigate yeah. through that process, That's and good. cheer you on through that process. So whether whether that whether is um, you're going through the divorce, yeah, and you want somebody to say, hey, today I got the divorce. I remember Twyla, we had one young lady. She mm-hmm. had just come back from divorce court um, and she brought a cake for everybody. I mean, she brought a cake for us all um, yeah. to celebrate. And so that's what she did. So sometimes people come in and yeah. we are their only community or You're family. People right where they are. Now, let me ask you, Arvetta, are these, do, do they have to be members of your church? If they Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So how do you all, um, I have a couple of questions for you, but how yeah. do you all market this group um, if you're not a member of the church? So here's what we do. You know, the whole teach one, <laughs> bring yeah. one. Yeah. So we take all of our existing participants and their responsibility when they leave is to bring one person. Bring one person. Okay. okay. Doesn't have to be a member, but typically in this community, you know one person because you're going through it. Right. And so um, with that model, we typically, it makes the process easier because there's a trust, um, there's some trust established. Right. And so we find that to be quite helpful. Obviously, we um, we have it in the church's app, um, the website, um, and then, of course, all of our facilitators were all connected to people that are faced with divorce. Mm-hmm. And then we have... Um, the other novel thing that we do is we break every, every group is called a season. So instead of it being year this, it's season one, season two, season three. Oh, I like that. And so like that. they build a community. And so when we come together as one group, they all rep. Hey, season two. Hey, season three. Yeah. And everybody is like in this room. And I do it. I do it specifically because I don't want people to walk with divorce. Divorce is not a death sentence. So you don't. You know, it's not a death sentence. So you have the ability to tell people, "Hey, I'm getting together with my group. We're called Season Seven. You can say that, or we're Season Five, or we're Season Four. And so it really helps to keep it, keep that word. And I say this personally, what helped me in my divorce was I didn't say divorce. I said I had a failed marriage. Okay. I, I I refuse and ask what my pastor, he said, the, I love how you eloquently communicated 
to others that I didn't go through a divorce. I had a My failed. marriage failed. Right. That sounds a little bad. No. Right, right, right. You and you know what? Um, what what are the requirements for the facilitators? Yeah. Do they go through a training prior to becoming certified? Is it a certification? No. Um, that's something that we probably will do in the future, but a facilitator can only be a facilitator if they've completed 13 weeks of class. Okay. So they have to go through the class, show up, be present. Uh -huh. um, and have then, they been through divorce? Is yes, they true? all have to go all through divorce. Have. Okay. They all have no one facilitator. Yes. Them. Okay. I'm going to clap and raise the roof on that because, <laughs> folks, I just said it the other day on my show last week, may have said it the, in the first episode as well. You don't understand, I'm going to use Loretta's phrase, a failed marriage, i.e. divorce, unless you've been through it yourself. And right. so to have facilitators that, Loretta, that have experienced it, that's so Absolutely. much more powerful. I'm Absolutely. loving this. I'm loving this. Absolutely. Yes. And, and we're intentional with that. Very intentional. So Absolutely. I am. So I was to know here. them and what they've gone through with. And another thing is that's highly important. Have they recovered from divorce? Yes. Have they healed from divorce? Yes. So what happens is teach others this class. And what we're able to do is we stagger it, right? And when yeah. I say stagger it, we so if so currently we're in season um, seven. So if someone says they want to be a facilitator, they're not going to jump in as a facilitator next one. What we do is have them shadow and support us um, on our online portal, whether that means, um, you know, just calling and calling our members and, you know, and just checking in on them. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of warm them up, if you will, um, mm -hmm. warm them up so that they feel comfortable and confident um, mm -hmm. from it. And then we pair them with, you know, someone who, ha who has already done facilitation so that they're kind of with a, I'll call them a little bit more seasoned, you know, yeah. but we don't really look at it like that because we all, everybody's healing process is very different. That's the other part. Um, some people can heal and, you know, for whatever reason, a year, some people can heal in 10 yeah. years, 15 years. Every and I want to ask you this after 13 weeks and the class is over and say, for instance, as we're talking about timing and everyone heals differently, if someone needs more, what do you do at that point? A great question. You can always come back. This is not a closed 13 weeks. So many of our members, they what happens is they're not even divorced. So we really speak on restoration. We speak on it because sometimes this is what you and perhaps your spouse might have needed this time to really focus on yourself yourselves and think about that yeah. so one of our we've had several people to be reconciled um in marriage oh wow yeah so we have seen after going through this class after going through wow this. wow so we know it it works um because we we've, we've got people who say it works um, and so they did that. And so sometimes people are there. We do not encourage, none of our facilitators encourage divorce. That is a decision that you make. Absolutely. People can go through two 13-week sessions and um, 
they still aren't divorced. So you yeah, can that's like six months almost. Right, yeah. right. There's six months. Yeah. yeah. You can come as much as you want. Yeah. Um, we are we the, the doors are open, the church stays open. We are open for you, and you can come back as much as you like. Yeah. We even have people who've remarried and have come back. Wow. So and wow. they want a refresher. To, to make sure that they can divorce proof their second or third marriage. Or yes, that's awesome. You know, so they go through the healing process that it takes to go, exactly. go through a divorce, exactly. the healing journey. It, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, it is. And Twyla, the other thing is that we like to think that our ministry is about your journey into wholeness, into healing. And so that journey to wholeness and healing, whether you're separated or whether you are um, in a third or fourth marriage, that's what we say. Um, And so we are there through it because what we want more than anything is we want to please God. Yes. Amen. 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 By pleasing God, we have to have the the heart um, and we have to have the compassion that he has for us. Yes. You know, we really do. And so I think that um, a lot of folks who come back after they've remarried, they need that refresher because those triggers come back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when we look at the numbers of second marriages and the divorce rate is even higher. It's even higher. Yes. Yeah. And the third is higher. So, yeah. But you know what that is, Twyla? That's because we haven't done the work the yeah. first time or the second That's time. right. We A lot of people jump back out there too fast, too soon. Exactly. Without going through the healing process and the journey that it takes to be healed. Yeah. And it is a journey. It is a journey. And so, wow, Arvetta, I, I am, this is awesome. And you know what? I, my prayer and my goal for doing this series is that somebody will start support groups in their church across the board um, Mm -hmm. as relates to divorce. And the people that are teaching that class, this is imperative. Oh my gosh, please, sir, please, ma'am, have experienced divorce because that's how people are going to connect with you. That's why I asked you that question, Marvetta, about the facilitators. Is that one of the requirements? And I, I figured it would be but I just wanted to confirm, but yes, people need this and it's happening so much in the church. And a lot of people, like my guest on the first episode, she just didn't feel comfortable going to her church. She was ostracized. I mean, it was a lot for her. She was already going through a divorce and then she, and little did she know she was going to have to leave her church family or divorce her church family unbeknownst to her. And mm-hmm. so Wow, wow, wow. And, and Twyla, I would like to add that um, because we get that, um, you know, I was at, I went to another church before I, before my church didn't have divorce care. So of course I had to go someplace else or have a divorce support group. But one of the things that we do that is, I think, completely unique, um, which is why we are evolving um, the ministry, is you sign a, an agreement. Um, there's an agreement that you sign, much like a contract, um, that everything that is shared is kept confidential. It's confidential. Um, Absolutely. Um, and there's no negotiation. 
being kind, don't no laughing. Like it's it's we really set these we set these That's policies it. in place, yeah. um, and everyone is responsible for signing that. So that gives us, and I'll say this, that gives us permission to say perhaps this doesn't work for you right now. Um, people yeah. can um, we we can do that because we are here to serve. Yeah. And when yeah. we're here to serve, we're here to serve those who are are broken, right? And That's so right. they're yeah. fragile. And yeah. so that we have to understand that because they're fragile, your response or your tone can trigger, right? So yeah. be kind. Right. Um, right. And so we are very sensitive to that. Um, we're so sensitive. We've had people that we had to ask them to leave. Oh yeah, this is serious, folks. Absolutely, absolutely. We're La Vera, you know what? This has been an amazing conversation. I really, really thank you so very much for coming on to share in this series, the Divorce Saint series, because it's so important and it's a heavy topic, but it's a sensitive topic. And again, to bring awareness to the church body that we need support groups in the church for divorcees. Yes. And so uh, Loretta, at this time, if you want to share your contact information, how can people contact you uh, out there on social media? There may be someone listening or watching that is interested in starting a support group and want to come to you as a support, uh, a wealth of knowledge. So you can go ahead, please, and share your yeah. info. So online, I want to make sure that I disclose this. Yeah. Um, I, this is my handle is Larvetta Speaks. You can inbox me. The reason why I don't promote this is partly because of the sensitive nature that it is. Yeah. And so because of it, if you reach out to me, if you are a church and you want to figure out how to start, I've helped churches to get their groups started. Mm -hmm. um, I can help you start your group. The second thing is I can also support you if there is a specific need. I will do some divorce co coaching people that are going through yeah. um, divorce. I will take on a very small group um, just for time reasons that right. I work with them um, for that. I've worked with several people in that capacity who just didn't want support group, right? They didn't, I mean, they didn't want a group. They wanted that one-on-one -on -one attention. Yeah, so I yeah. work with them um, for that. And again, I only take referrals. So I don't promote it. If someone, mm -hmm. if you reach out to me because I want people who are serious about healing, Absolutely. Absolutely. And then um, if you want to know about our next uh, group, we are going to we are currently in one right now. We're in week five. Um, and so we will be starting the next group in the fall. So if there's interest there, certainly reach out um, around that. And then I also want to add that we're building out a real amazing platform um, called the Divorce Haven that will run through the church. And that's awesome. what I mentioned to you, where you will allow, which is what I talked about, a subscription service. We're working on it, um, where it will just give you access to videos and people like yourself that people can connect. It will be we hope to have a resource guide and just other people that we've met um, through this process that could help facilitate, whether that's a conversation or facilitate yeah. counseling, facilitate buying a home. I mean, a number oh, of- Oh, this is awesome. And it's gonna, it's called the 
board so yeah. we're working on it we're we're in the process of um the trade awesome. trademark um divorce haven it will a be resource for divorcing mm -hmm. and so yeah. it will be for men and women not for mm -hmm. it will be for men and women um everything we do i want to make sure that we're clear even for me this isn't about a man issue or a woman issue. That's it is right. A human issue. That's so right. That's where we have to understand that oftentimes when we think about divorce, he did this, she did this. Really, it's about humans who had unresolved issues before they came into the marriage that has greatly impacted the marriage. That is so true. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Yes, yes. You're so right. You're so right. You have to be whole yourself before you bring bring someone else into your life. Wow, wow, wow. Well, Larvetta, again, I thank you so very much for coming on tonight to share. This was a wealth of information. And I pray that somebody will start a support group in their church and throughout this entire series that something was said to bring awareness that yes. some changes should be made and folks thank you all so very much for tuning in on tonight it's been an amazing series and listen next week i'm taking a week off so no show next week <laughs> and then, you, then we're kicking off another series folks bonus mom bonus dad so I have three powerful, amazing guests. It's going to be run. It's going to run for three weeks. So tune in starting April the 4th and you will be inspired by that series. So again, thank you all so much until April the 4th. This is Coach Twyla to get your happy back divorce coach. I am out. What a great show. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, the Divorce Talk with Twyla Show is out.